Welcome to the Kinetic Belief Podcast. I'm Stephen Canyon, and I'm so excited to champion, encourage, and edify you every day right here. Pushing the boundaries of expectations and rewriting the rules of adventure are the reasons we get up in the morning. This is a way of life, a huge and growing community of explorers and adventurers, leading the way, blazing new trails, and raising the bar. We share your hunger for a life without limits, and we know you'll stop at nothing to get there. Yes, it's true. There is a worldwide epidemic of low self-esteem, lack of confidence, feeling badly about yourself, feeling like just nobody loves you. Uh, People are awkward. Uh, People walking around, not even swinging their arms. That's awkward. Or just incompetent, (laughs) not able to perform, not able to start the lawnmower. I can't pull the string. I can't do this. I can't do that. Uh, I can't make the bed. I can't do the dishes. All of that stuff. (laughs) Glad to have you back with us today for the Law of Attraction Kinetic Belief Podcast. I'm Stephen canyon kineticbelief.com is the website kineticbelief at stephencanyon.com gets an email to us how are you megan i'm wonderful how are you i'm doing great thanks you look good in red oh well thank you i felt christmasy today well happy monday happiest monday do you have your christmas tree up uh no i should know that and you don't (laughs) (laughs) i do know that i'm thinking about like just borrowing other decorations this year like if i want to set up for mm. Christmas just go to a hotel that's decorated what are your favorite what's what what do you like to see on a tree Ooh, on a tree oh I, I'm very nostalgic I like mm. the old sort of you know ornaments maybe that you made as a kid or the garland like pop- a homemade stuff oh yeah like popcorn oh, garland yeah. and I don't know I like I like the trees that are made as a result of like kids being there you know there is something really unique about those old-fashioned Christmas tree ornaments that were I don't know I guess they were making them by hand then yeah uh, they can do them in machines now yeah i like the the older stuff Mm. you know just kind of everything's kind of different and thrown up there and do you have a color scheme that you really like blues and things that people oh i don't know all white have you seen that's like all white trees and you know i like those i'm just i like the traditional stuff Mm. for christmas i'm I'm rarely a traditional person but when it comes to christmas give me the red the green the popcorn garland kids running Mm. around just i just love love it any any holiday it's just you know anything that's uh, has festivities yeah. around it and, and a time for gathering with friends and, and i do love everyone. to cook i yeah. absolutely love to You're cook. A great cook oh thank you uh, especially holiday meals that's probably my favorite thing so, well we're yeah. attracting confidence today yeah, and, we and we're talking about living fearlessly you do have to live fearlessly to cook a you know like a 15 pound turkey <laughs> in the for... microwave <laughs> how long does it take to cook a 15 pound turkey in the microwave <laughs> mom oh my goodness <laughs> it's hilarious i tried to send that joke to my mom like to see what she would say and she, what, and she and, just how does the joke go she well you just text your mom and you go how how long do you cook a turkey in the microwave just to see what she'll say but my mom wrote back and just all she said was i saw it (laughs) thanks just play along right (laughs) i know i don't know knock knock who's there right (laughs) i wish you would have called me some like horrible names or something Gosh, you know, it's really an issue, though, and that's why we're going to be talking about this today. Yeah. And the question is, are you socially withdrawn? Are you Do you draw away? Are you away from people? Do you yeah. just not like being around other people? That's a flag. Um, and then another one is, you know, so many people have anxiety issues oh, it's, now. It's rampant. And the, the pharmaceutical ads, the commercials for mm-hmm. take this pill if you're if you have anxiety and then when everything's numb, here's a pill to take so you can start feeling so you again. Can have feelings again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I saw one the other day that just it was something about are you laughing too much? Are you crying too much? I mean it's just <sighs> So here's a pill. Excuse me for being human, you know. I, I need mean, the one for tears. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know, it's good to cry at a movie every now and then. Leave me alone. Are you kidding? <laughs> Lassie, come home. I'm crying. <laughs> Where's Lassie? Lassie, oh my word. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, have they done a remake? I don't think so. They should. Lassie 2. <laughs> Lassie whatever. Oh, there should be a full-length Lassie movie. Where's that? I don't know. That, uh, that's really funny. I never really watched Lassie. I watched Benji. I watched mm-hmm. a lot of Benji. You know, people that ha- have problems and difficulty accepting compliments, did you know that that is a, a flag that you've got low self-esteem issues? Actually, I did because... 
I find myself every now and then, you know, wanting to push compliments away, but then I just crack the whip and I go, thank you very much. Well, what's <laughs> happening is in psychologically, the person who can't accept compliments, what they're doing is they're debasing themselves with, mm. with and that's just a false sense of, of humility. It's right. like, I'm unworthy and oh, don't, don't compliment me. I have a low self-esteem issue it's and like I the, can't take the compliment. It's like the emotional version of the fetal position. Under the coffee table. <laughs> right. Oh, gosh. <laughs> but it, you're right. I mean, confidence, lacking confidence is a huge problem now, now, nowadays, especially in our culture. And I, I don't know why. I mean, it does seem like it's just popped up in the last few years. Um, I know that millennials talk a lot about having confidence issues. And, and you know, is that a learned thing? I mean, is that maybe, maybe they, were they not taught to have that? Well, here's the thing. Low self-esteem and it, it's all fear-based and fear is part of the natural experience that spiritual beings have while in the land of the living. So it's really not anything new. However, what is happening is it's being amplified because of the social pressures and all of the expectations that we are putting on each other through social media in the marketplace, look this way, act this way, talk this way. Here's your the weight you're supposed to be. And by the way, you need to conform to the social norms or else. All of those pressures are creating low self-esteem issues. And then all of a sudden you're going through life worrying about what other people think because you are getting all of your self-worth based off of what other people are saying about you. And you know, you you, uh, mentioned an interesting point that you don't want to, you have to make sure you're not like withdrawing from people, from society, because I know a handful of people that they were extremely confident and successful. And then one day they just sort of started to withdraw socially. And um, that was years ago. But now today, all that confidence is gone. It absolutely left with So it's almost as if it's something that you need to practice consistently to maintain well here's the thing you can't blame somebody for withdrawing from the thing that's that's really causing torment Mm -hmm. and the way that you overcome this the self-esteem the self uh, lack of self-confident issues and fear issues is you do need to withdraw from the noise of all of that condemnation to get to work on yourself Mm -hmm. because you're you really just exacerbate the problem by remaining in it without knowing how to fix it so everything that's going to uh, point to the solution that's going to set you free from the captivity of fear. It's always going back to the root cause, to the source. And that is beginning to internalize and look within to fall in love with the pure essence of your original purpose, your source. And by unconditionally loving yourself, it doesn't matter again, any longer who you are around or what they're going to say about you or not say. And all of a sudden, because you don't care, because you care about yourself, you no longer care about what they're saying people are actually going to be attracted to that and they will esteem you in their brokenness. And so all things begin to work together for your good because you've gone back to the original source of your purpose within. It sounds like that's an interesting balance that we're going to have to find between removing yourself enough to to get to know yourself and to love mm. yourself and to find that identity, but then also making sure that you don't end up being a hermit. That's right. <laughs> and that's what we're going to really uh, get to the other side of today on the podcast. But some other, other things that you can notice and people who are struggling with this is you'll see somebody that's just stopped trying and they're neglecting themselves Mm. and they just they don't work out anymore they don't eat right anymore the hair is (laughs) the hair is whatever it is you know this is what it looks like when i wake up and this is this is it where's the hairspray right i'm I'm done (laughs) the hat (laughs) that's always a good one or they're just you know they're unwilling to Mm. take on any more challenges Perhaps they can remember the, a time in their life where, let me at it. You know, I'll take charge of this and I'll run with this. But then something happens over the years and they're just not interested anymore. Well, and isn't doesn't life have, you know, if you don't, if you're not equipped to deal with all of these things, life does have a way of, you know, absolutely beating you down to sort of the nub of what you once were. I mean, a few epic failures in life and it's you're like, well, I'm toast. I obviously can't do anything. So you lose all your self-confidence. And because of that, you just 
get to the where to the place where you don't trust yeah. your own judgment anymore. One failed business experience and one divorce later, and the kids hate you. And you know, confidence. What do I have to be confident about? Right. So, so then you're expecting just very little out of life, yeah, yeah. and all you're doing, you're just a survivor. You go into survivor mode. And I have to say, confidence, natural, charismatic. That that ability to walk in a room and you know, sort of light it up is, I, I know that that is something that people want so desperately. They would give anything to flip that switch. Then you came to the right place. If you are willing I'll and snap. you Here can willfully make some changes, you know, somebody else says, well, I just don't have any problems with low self or self-esteem issues. Never have. I'm very confident in, in myself. Uh, just don't criticize me. Well, a person that's sensitive to criticism, they are typically some of the most hostile people you'll ever meet. And then there are others that just withdraw socially or they are excessively, um, you know, just obsessed with their and preoccupied with all of their personal problems. So you're saying that just because somebody looks confident and acts confident doesn't necessarily mean they are. Don't be fooled. There are two sides to this coin. And some of the most aggressive, hostile people you'll ever meet are actually just having issues with Mm, self-esteem. That's that's a good thing to remember, too, that you you never just because somebody looks a certain way or acts a certain way, you you don't know that they have it all together. This is all going to come down to. Um, where you always bring this back to, which is yourself. Well, everything is broken. I mean, it's anything, if you're living a life that's based in fear, and fear manifests in so many different ways, but if it manifests in physical symptoms of fatigue and and insomnia and headaches Mm -hmm. and and other things, not to mention just the brokenness of your social life and, and everything else, you're missing your perfected life if you don't deal with this issue. So, and there are ways to do it. And we're going to, like I said, we're going to get around to all of it. I was a, I was a, a senior in high school when I decided to play football. Kind of late along the way. I mean, you know, (laughs) these guys on the team that I I was on had been playing all their life. And here I am, you know, 17 years old um, and I'm going out for the football team. And I thought, okay, all right, my best chance is going to be to uh, try out for the punter. (laughs) (laughs) It seems like there's the least amount of physical contact for the punter. I was going to say it's a little safer, too. Yeah. Yeah, and I thought, oh, and gosh, what a, an art form anyway. If you hit, if you kick that ball just right, you put a spiral on it, and you go for the hang time and the distance, and uh, there's a, a lot of uh, aerodynamic difference between an 80-yard punt and a 30-yard punt. And yeah. so I just saw the beauty in it, and I, of course, this is all of this is this is me convincing myself that it's an honorable position on the football team. <laughs> and so I go out and uh, try yeah. out, and yeah. it's a thing of beauty. <laughs> it's it's artistic, you see. Mr. Coach. And so, but you know what? I got the starting position as punter. And so that's really cool. And I'm, I'm out here, I'm out here practicing with a team and through the spring and through the summer and just punt, 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 you know, they're over there cracking heads and doing this tough stuff. And I'm off on the sideline punting all, you know, just all day long punting. Well, we get into the fall season and the first football game of the year was under the lights in a huge stadium. Why? And, well, I don't know why, but it just was. It wasn't at our high school, and it was somewhere else in the city. And we were playing a another four A school, and they were just both large high schools. And actually, neither one of those schools, now that I remember, had their own football stadium. And so, I believe that there was just an agreement to where the schools could use a. Uh, it was a local bowl stadium where oh they actually goodness. had automobile races, but everybody in the town would go to the, to the football games. Oh my word. And so we go out, it's a Friday <laughs> night on. under the lights in an automobile racing stadium and the stadium is full. Thousands of people there for this football game. <laughs> well, there I am in my ignorance from a lack of practical experience. And uh, I'm on the sideline thinking, this is going to be fun. Coach says, says uh, Canyon, go in and punt. <laughs> well, I run off onto the field, and I'm there in our end zone, the worst uh-huh. place for a punter to be. You want to be out on the field somewhere. So we, were, we had a bad team. So I'm <laughs> right, standing right beside of our, uh, yeah. the goalpost okay. in the end zone. And it's all happening so fast. 
the lights are there, the crowds are roaring, and I'm sure. on the field somewhere I've never been before. And next thing I know, they snapped a ball. Here comes the football. I didn't call a count. I didn't say anything. Here comes the football, and it's coming at me, and I kid you not, slow motion. Sure. I have tunnel vision. Yep. I'm trying to, and, and, and I'm thinking, how am I going to catch this ball? And, it's, <laughs> and, it, and I see it come like two miles an hour, and it comes to me and into my hands. And I think I closed my eyes, and I just kicked. And uh, anyway, it was... Was it a good kick or what? Don't leave it Well, there, there was a penalty on it, and, and I don't think it was a very good kick, but there was a penalty, a flag on the play, and I got to do it again. And I don't know, I kicked it probably 40, 35 yards okay. out of the end zone. It was okay, <laughs> but they caught it and ran it back for a touchdown because I couldn't tackle the guy. You know, there, there was no rest of a team. The point of all that is, is I thought that I had lots of confidence and I was fearless until I got into the situation. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, all of this, I had no self-confidence and fear gripped me. And I went into that anxious mode of just reacting to survive. Well, you know, scientifically, I've always found the slow motion syndrome of of a traumatic experience, whether it's football or whatever, fascinating because I've, I've, I looked it up one time just because it was happening to me when I was younger and things would start happening in slow motion. I couldn't figure it out. But your mind is literally making a carbon copy of the traumatic experience. Well, maybe we've made you feel better. <laughs> maybe you now you realize, you know what, there's you, if whatever you think is wrong with you, it's wrong with everybody. Look, everybody here here's, among friends. Here, here's here's the thing. Everyone has an inner critic. Everybody does. So you forgive yourself. That's the first place where this starts. And you, uh, the, the issue is when people are listening to that voice of the inner critic, the condemnation that comes with that, they just automatically, and like you were saying about someone you knew, some, some older people, they, they, they start retreating from everyone. Part of that is the correct response, and the rest of it is not. What you want to do is, first of all, you've got to distance yourself from toxic people. Now, what do I mean by that? Toxic people are those that have access to you who are uh, abusing their their inalienable right to have dominion. We have dominion as creators in the natural. All of us have an authority and the dominion to speak and call things that be not as though they were, to, to believe something and then see it. But we're not supposed to ever use dominion over anyone else. So you've got to Uh, evaluate who has access to you and absolutely do whatever you have to do to distance yourself from toxic people. And we're just going to say toxic people are those who are abusing you with their dominion. So what causes a person to have low self-esteem? Usually you can go back with most people, in fact, and find out that, you know what, there were some unhappy childhood moments where parents or or other significant people, such as teachers, were just extremely critical. Oftentimes, they were cruel. They were around bullies. Um, there are many occasions where it was just some poor academic performance in school, resulting in a lack of confidence that they carry throughout their lives. Ongoing stressful life events, such as relationship breakdowns or financial problems. You've lost the business, like you were mentioning earlier. If you want to live fearlessly, here's the thing. If you desire to have confidence, it's actually going to be pretty simple. All you have to do is to live intentionally. You've got to make the determination, like you were saying just a minute ago, Megan, that you know what, you came to the right place. If you're willing, if you really want to make a change, if you want to see life differently, if you want to start experiencing your best, it's easy to begin this. You just have to make the decision that I want to live intentionally. Mm, that's so good. Do you, are you saying that if you feel like you don't have confidence, that 100% of the time that means you need to deal with low self-esteem? Low self-esteem is going to be directly connected to fear. There are many different root causes that uh, result in fear-based issues. And one of the fear-based issues and what that we're talking about today is low self-esteem. And so we can overcome that by going right back to the law of attraction, understanding how to uh, operate our lives from the viewpoint of kinetic belief, choosing our highest viewpoints, thought forming those, holding on to those as our reality, rather than the 
subjective forms that we've created throughout a lifetime of experiences, um, recognizing those negative influencers and putting them in a higher place of the positive ones, that's the thing that's always going to manifest and result in low self-esteem. Um, during the football story, you were you made an interesting point that you had prepared to uh, kick, for example. So you had practiced punch. the... Okay. There's, there's, there's a difference between kicking and punting. Sure. The kickers are the ones that are kicking the field goals, and the punters are the ones that just return the ball to the opposing team because you couldn't reach the four, uh, first down before you got to the fourth down. Oh, Okay. <laughs> I, I was uh, sorry. I was trying to care. Oh, <laughs> oh no! <laughs> you don't care anymore, do you? <laughs> You're trying to care. So that was more for you than me. Yeah, it was. <laughs> so, anyways, um, punting. So, but the point I was trying to make is that you had you thought you had prepared for a scenario, and then you got into that scenario, and you realized that you had not prepared your confidence enough to excel in that situation um so how do you sort of know it like let's say you know you're going to have high pressure situations come up how do you prepare for those um because in a sense you would need to almost like simulate you know that high pressure situation to prepare for it um and I think that a lot of us have those scenarios where we think that we've prepared for like, let's say we have a presentation or a pitch meeting or something. Um, you ha- you need to present yourself, sell someone on you, but then you show up and the confidence is drained out of you because the pressure is so, so much greater than when you were practicing in your living room. You know, that's a great question because what we're going to be dealing with and what we deal with and the way that we fix this is, first of all, unlike the way that psychology approaches low self-esteem, they will do things like you're, you're mentioning where let's go ahead and the way we're going to build confidence in singing is to put you right out there in the middle of what you fear most and sing and sing and sing until you develop the confidence in that. Mm. What we do through kinetic belief journaling through the law of attraction is we develop confidence by developing confidence in having confidence. So what that means is you are developing confidence in your ability to have confidence, regardless of the situation. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't have to be something that you are competitively seeing yourself as having uh, met somebody else's expectation of you for performance in order for you to no longer have fear because you now sense there will be a a, a type of approval of you, then that has been interpreted as having confidence. Mm -hmm. So we get rid of all of that. And what we what we do is we go back to the core of the essence of you. There's no competitiveness. When you are advancing yourself to perfected completion, there's only creativity. Creativity can be in the form of completely missing uh, a football when you go to punt it or hitting that perfect 85-yard spiral. Either one of those is part of you advancing toward perfected completion. Mm-hmm. And when you unconditionally... Love yourself to punt the football, regardless of the, the accomplishment in the punt. Unconditional means just that. It's not, I love myself when I hit a punt an 80-yard kick, punt. I love myself as I am mm. at all times. And so the only way you get there is through perfecting that self-image of yourself from original source, the way that you were created in the image of the Creator. Nothing missing, nothing broken, not competing and not seeking the approval of others. And I'll tell you something else in competitive sports, sports are competitive and that's a difficult place to overcome the sense of inadequacy and to build confidence as it were. Even uh, an elite athlete will lose confidence if they miss a certain play, they fumble a ball and the expectations are high for the win of the game because they're they're competing for that. But it's possible for the elite athlete to develop a, a, a sense of confidence eternally as a creator on the field of, of what others call competitiveness. Because you're only competing with yourself to esteem that you are perfecting your advancing of the soul and the mind and the body exactly as you are. The only way to successfully do this, however, is to be a 
journaler who's kinetically believing to journal their daily experiences from the highest viewpoint, Mm -hmm. creating thought forms to embrace and hold on to. And you're not going to turn to the left or the right. You're not going to respond to negativity or negative influencers. That's the only way to get there. I think it's interesting. We've talked a lot already today about high pressure situations. However, when I talk to people and when, when they write in, and I know when you've gotten emails with people asking questions, most of the time that that lack of confidence it's it's just manifesting in everyday scenarios you know they're just at they're going to lunch with uh, maybe four or five other people and they have trouble facing that lunch with confidence i mean it's not just in these high um you know under the friday night lights situations it's 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 the everyday occurrences that that people want to have this um whatever it seems like elusive confidence their self-value and their self-worth is still coming from what they believe others think about them you care about what other people are thinking about you look what people think about you is none of your business What they say about you is none of your business. Be a person of no reputation. This is the only way to get there. And this sets you free from condemnation. Even that inner voice of condemnation. Mm. You have to be free from that. And you are free from fear. And you are free from all of those negative uh, 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 things that come, come into your life and into your mind as a result of being underneath those things. But you've got to stop caring about what other people think. And the only way to do that is to unconditionally love yourself and to find that original purpose for even being here and embrace it. Embrace your differences. Embrace how authentically unique you are and begin promoting that as the first and last uh, uh, source of your your decision making and your purpose for life, and that's where you're going to find joy and optimistic happiness. You mentioned a moment ago you talked you were talking about uh, living intentionally, and that your confidence is going to sort of spring from that. How how do you do that on a daily basis? How do you personally set your intentions? For a day. Well, it's always going to go back to journaling. Look, here's what we know. Quantum experiment in space confirms that reality, look, reality is what you make it. Your reality is going to be how you perceive all that is around you. An odd space-time experiment involving the world's largest particle collider at CERN near Geneva has confirmed that, as quantum mechanics says, that reality is what you choose it to be. Reality is, is subjective to the observer. So that's what we know. So how this becomes so vitally important to setting all of humanity free from the condemnation of, of not only ourselves, but each other and governments and anyone else that would ever suppose to uh, afflict you with their own expectations. Physics, uh, physicists have, have long known that a quantum of light or a photon will behave like a particular uh, type of wave or a particle just depending on how they measure it, depending on who the observer is and when they measure it, when they look at it. So likewise, your life and the experiences that you will have, what we do know is that they are subjective. What you desire, what you believe confirms the existence of your reality. Your beliefs are going to establish your reality. Your beliefs of what somebody else is thinking about you establishes a very real reality to to the relationship between you and the person that you have put yourself subjectively under the control of. The world's religions have known this for thousands of years, and they, they call this faith. All of the world's thought disciplines operate in the quantum of belief. There are three reasons for living. Listen, each one requires a person developing fully in the mind, body, and soul. Not much can be said for one without the other. A sound mind is worth very little without a healthy body, and a soul fails to develop without enlightenment. The complete development of all three of those requires confidence. So life in the natural among co-equal creators has established the requirement for confidence to imagine yourself as an independent creator, independent of of influencers, good or bad. Don't get your self-esteem by being celebrated by other people. Don't get your self-esteem by being ridiculed and judged by other people. You see, develop in the 
the understanding that uh, there's no need for competition. Attract a life that's free from fear as a creator. You're among co-creators, all equal. No one above you, no one beneath you. If you are to attract a life by developing in your full potential through mind, body, and soul, that person has got to be free from fear and has got to be confidently in love with themselves. So while much can be said about you know the praiseworthiness of subjecting yourself to the desires of other people that are around you, your family, your friends, your, your employer, the one you're <laughs> hoping to get a raise from, the fact is this, in, in this world, the desires of the individual creator and the development of original purpose of yourself, it's going to require that each beautiful, original individual becomes confident in their unique differences. It was funny. I saw a little cartoon, like a like one of the little cartoon drawings. It wasn't maybe the New Yorker. I don't remember where it was, but um, it was giving you the indication that somebody was giving like a self-help talk on confidence and being yourself and not caring what people think. And then it showed the little guy walking off stage and he, the first thing he says is, how'd I do? (laughs) (laughs) How did I do it in my confidence? (laughs) Oh, that was good. Yeah, that's a tough one. You know, but you're making such a great point because I believe that a big part of breaking the cycle of low self-esteem is is absolutely like you're saying it's absolutely rooted in um breaking the uh, it's really an addiction to other people's opinions when Mm -hmm. you're in that flow and you're getting your your self-confidence and your self-worth from what other people are saying about you um it's almost like this monster that must be fed Mm -hmm. and and it's very difficult to just sort of like snap that and again, I think it's an addiction, and because well, you it need is. it, if you're if mm-hmm. that's if that's your source, you mm-hmm. need it. Well, they're usually you're surrounded by people who are enabling you to fail, and uh, mm. and if you are in that type of environment uh, where you are being encouraged, you have people empathizing with you and say, "Oh, I'm so sorry, honey. Here's a bowl of ice cream. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? I will perfect this behavior for the rest of my life for a bowl <laughs> of ice cream. I'm in yeah. there." I'm miserable. Where's my ice cream? Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's terrible. I need a, a long hot bath. It's a learned behavior. Life sucks. Yeah, you know. It's amazing. Well, and and again, it's just like that cycle of sort of continuously going to people to tell you that your opinion and what you think is good. And yes, I agree with you. Good job, honey. Tap tap on the head. Um, you know that is just again, it's an addiction cycle. You have to break it. You have to. Break it and see yourself with an authority and a dominion in the earth. You are a creator, created in the image of the creator with power and dominion, with the ability to live a perfected, unique, and different life. The lack of confidence distracts from a focused pursuit of being able to fully develop in your mind, body, and soul. And that's the part that makes you, you. You're unique. So stop trying to be somebody else. You are unique. So stop getting your identity from what they say about you yeah. because you are unique. Um, you used a phrase that I really love. You said that we're, we need to become an independent creator. And that really jumped out at me because I, it just gave me this visual that if you become, as you become an independent creator and you manifest that for yourself, um, it, it sort of just is a cure-all. It would just fix everything. That's um, right. When you're an independent creator, you cannot be that while... Um, you know, sort of coddling other people's opinions and needing them so badly. Well, you're not measuring yourself by the esteem of anyone else. Yeah, I love you that. You have an inalienable right to be you, to wear you, to flaunt you, to sing songs about you, to love you. Every individual creator is unique. And you've got to look within to acquire your original purpose Therein, that's going to be the the catapult for your greatest adventure of advancement. You see, that's the person that doesn't aspire to have more, to do more, and live more um, without embracing it. It's one thing to dream about these things. Dreams come and go. It's one thing to feel about it. Feelings change. Or be emotional about it. You'll be emotionally be one way one day and another the next day. It is not normal 
for you just to want to have more and do more and live more and not go after it. It's a, to have abundance. To not want abundance isn't normal. Listen, somebody that doesn't desire to have enough money to purchase whatever they want, I am telling you, if you say that's not you, I don't believe you. <laughs> you are not normal. You know, like I do, deep down inside, at night, whenever, in the quiet place of your quiet moment, when nobody else is looking, you wish you had a lot of money. And you know you do. So be honest with yourself about all these things and start embracing it and stop parading around like you have some kind of issue that you think others are going to esteem and celebrate you over. Celebration begins with you. Edification begins with you. Championing yourself begins and ends with you. Um, do you do you think that when someone is needing those validations and opinions from other people, is that because they're not giving it to themselves from within? Is that sort of like filling some sort of void that's not happening within themselves? Yeah, absolutely. People that cannot control themselves have to control other people because, again, it's a misuse of dominion. Dominion is control. We have dominion to be able to control the the environment around us, circumstances around us, come back into our control when we are effectively living the, the life that we imagine to live, subjectively creating our environment, creating our successes, our, our mind, body, and soul advancing toward perfected completion. We're living success We are uh, correctly using our dominion for creating the kind of existence we should be living. Somebody that's not doing that will abuse you. That's a a really cool point to think through, too, because uh, as I'm hearing it, I'm, I'm processing it for myself, it makes me think, okay, if I feel the need for validation from someone else, that should trigger me to give it to myself. That's right. You got to stop right there. You know, there there are so many, and and I need to quit saying you know so much because we probably don't know, or this this wouldn't be an issue for us to even talk about. (laughs) Here's the thing. If you have all you want for enjoying the life that you would like to live, you are confident, you are free from fear, you are rich, you are healthy, and you are powerful. Congratulations. If that's not you, then we've got some work to do. Absolutely. There's always going to be that inner level that we that you want to rise to. You've you've mentioned quite a few times now uh, toxic people, people that are um, not just coming at you with negativity, however, but they are coddling your negativity. Um, they are showing up with you know these positive reactions when you are sick or broke or complaining or you know complaining about low self esteem. Um, do you cut those people out? You have to, you know, so so many people don't even know where to begin because they've never been away from anyone. Their self-value, their self-identity is always been, it's always been coming from other people and what they say about them. Most people don't even know what, don't even know what to think unless they're told what to think. Well, and if you've been in that cycle for so many years or even decades, that can be a terrifying thought to be alone That's a great place to begin. You get away from the noise of the world, get away from the subjective uh, opinions, judgments, and ideas of everybody else, all of those influences in your life. Take two weeks, go to Costa Rica and run (laughs) through the rainforest, play with the monkeys, get away from all of that long enough to look within and pay attention to who you are. Why are you here? What do you want? What do you aspire to have? What makes you unique? How are you different? Stop asking, how am I alike? How do I fit in? Ask, how am I different? How do I fit out? Who am I within? You're supposed to be different. You're supposed to be unique. Everything for advancing your mind, body, and soul requires self-reflection looking within to find it. And I have found that the further, the deeper I get into this process that, you know, maybe I don't have... If you have time to go to Costa Rica for two weeks, congratulations. (laughs) Good for you. If you don't, though, I have found that that daily um, moment of journaling is the perfect alone time. That is the absolute best way to isolate yourself 
and focus on who you are and work toward discovering who you are. Hey, look, go in your go to your bedroom, lock the door. Welcome to Costa Rica. You got to walk in you're closet, now there. use it. You, you're there. You're in Costa Rica. You're in Iceland. Put some monkey sounds on. You know, you know, well, uh, some you don't, birds that's chirping. right. Go somewhere else in the, the uh, jungle of your mind. But get <laughs> yes, there. I like Create that. a hygge corner. Light a candle. Yes. Get out your, your favorite little blanket and uh, take a warm drink and mm-hmm. sit over in the corner. Get out your journal and find yourself. Yeah, that it, you don't have to even, be, you have to be alone in your mind. I, I love that concept. And I've found that um, during throughout this process, that works just as well as, as physically being alone. Um, you've talked a lot about optimism as we've worked through many different scenarios. And I'm just sort of curious as to what role do you think that optimism plays toward achieving the self-confidence that we're talking about and, and really just that fearless living? Well, it's, it's, it's sort of the other way around. The self-confidence produces optimism. And optimism is going to be the precursor to happiness. Optimism goes to the person who is self-confident. It goes to the person that's developing completely in this life. They've got to have access to every possible original desire in order to be optimistic. And so when you realize that, oh, I can reach this. I actually know who I am. This is possible for me. I know it is because I've started the process of kinetically believing to journal. I'm using my highest viewpoints to, to... Envision my life as it is now, immersed in my most perfect imagination for myself. I'm becoming optimistic because this is all of a sudden attainable. This only happens for the person who doesn't check their desires against the perceived condemnations of everybody else. Mm. Um, Something that I really like about today's topic is that through kinetic belief, the concept of kinetic belief, it's it's telling us to have that vision of ourselves, that, that vision of the most confident self, like you always say, that highest thought form. But then what it also does is it brings us back to... Um, back to zero and it and it's saying that you know these are the steps one step two step three step one one step at a time you're going to achieve that higher thought form yeah you know what happens too is even for the person that hasn't looked within they still know they're different yeah and it's those differences that cause people to become afraid Mm -hmm. i'm fearful that i don't fit in they're going to think that i'm weird they're going to think i'm strange and different yeah and since I'm unique and different, and I shouldn't be, I just want to be liked and approved of. Now, all of a sudden, I'm making, I'm creating this false life that's not accurate for me. And it causes me to be depressed and mm-hmm. anxious and withdrawn and fearful and all the, because I'm not being truthful with who I really am. Understanding how to become successful at being you and a powerful representation of you requires that you become confidently unique and different. And something that's so ironic about becoming something to, quote, fit in or feel as though you're part of the of the group, something that's incredibly ironic is that that doesn't work. I mean, no. you're, I mean, you no. think that you're part of the group, but every that's what everyone in the group is doing. They're just focused on self. They're not focused on you not fitting in or fitting in. So it's just this really ugly cycle of everyone sort of like faking no, it. That's exactly right. No, let's take a pill and go to the party. Yeah. Because I, mean, <laughs> I fit in. I'm really happy. Let's all go be <laughs> let's numb. Let's numb everything I've got oh, and yeah. uh, go and be happy. Oh, it's, it's amazing. So I would like to talk for a moment about what role you think um, just some really nice aggression plays in all of this. Because I know that throughout my life, I've had these moments of, of wanting to be myself and be true to myself. And from time to time, when people are trying to put their own ideas on you, um, it takes a level of get off me, F this, F that, middle <laughs> fingers in the air. <laughs> like, you know, just it's amazing how how hard you have to push sometimes just to sort of like uh, give birth to yourself. Well, you, you know? want to become aggressive in loving yourself and determining that you are going to live on purpose. You're going to live a a life that is uh, aggressively toward becoming who you are. Mm. Look, only 1% of the world's population knows how to have and enjoy a more abundant life. That's, that is, if nothing else, reflective of just how difficult this is, unless you know what you're doing. 
you can know what you're doing to enjoy the law of attraction working on your behalf with just a simple amount of knowledge and nothing else. There is no other way but to journal from your most unique, highest viewpoint and those thought form uh, desires that you have. Unconditionally loving yourself to be powerful and to become the delightful version of your original purpose. Now, this is not to say that, look, confidence can define a good life. Now, don't don't get me wrong here. Self-love should not consume your mind, destroy your health, or cost your soul. So there is an uh, inaccurate way to do this. What others think about you cannot be the issue either. Don't all of a sudden say, well, I'm going to start loving myself, so they'll really think highly of me. Okay, you just messed (laughs) up. You're still not loving yourself. Unconditional is the word. But rather, look, your holistic viewpoint of the entire universe, not just yourself, but unconditionally loving yourself is going to bring in everything and everybody, the moon, the stars, the planets, the universe, your brother. (laughs) his dog the neighbor's cat and everybody else bringing it all in all things all beings within therein throughout the entire universe that's known and unknown understand this is your viewpoint your holistic viewpoint has got to be all of that is advancing toward perfected completion Mm. that is going to be vital to your success even what you perceive to be broken and messed up In a person or in nature, the viewpoint needs to be that it is exactly as it should be right now because it's advancing toward perfected completion. Was it wrong for a caveman to live in a cave and eat uncooked meat? Was that wrong for a caveman to do that? No, because the caveman does what a caveman does. And then he's advanced toward perfected completion By looking around today, you're seeing results of the advancement of that caveman. So it was right for the caveman to do what the caveman was doing while the caveman was in the earth. The same is true for your neighbor and the person down the street and your brother and whomever is in your life and beyond. Whatever they're going through, the perception of it being good or bad should not be your viewpoint. Replace that with all is is exactly as it should be and advancing toward perfected completion. Attracting your perfected life with kinetic belief eliminates all fear to become successful. A creator doesn't need to, 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 to work harder or be smarter or more educated or any of those things. Just simply understand how to adhere to and rely upon an expected outcome according to your original purpose And that attracts the desires of your heart. For the person that is wanting to begin right now visualizing their confident, fearless life, living that way, their confident self, what is the best way to approach creating that imagination, creating that visualization of that version of yourself? Well, I think you're taking elements of a lot of of what we've been talking about, and you're going off by yourself if you've not done it before, and come in contact with through the meditation process of looking within and being honest with yourself of recognizing your own unique differences. And write those down. Don't just see them as they pass by. Thoughts come and go. You want to capture them by journaling what you're seeing from your highest viewpoint of yourself. And that's where it all begins. So, you know... John Maxwell said the greatest mistake we make is living in constant fear that we will make one. (laughs) And so we set ourselves free from the fear of coming up short where someone else's expectations are concerned. And that's one of the not caring about people's expectations and, and genuinely not caring what people think. Um, it's so easy to say those words and then to actually participate in that from day to day to day. Uh, it, it really, it's amazing the, the energy that, it, that yeah. it takes to maintain that and to focus on that and to sort of keep that standard set for yourself. Inner dialogue is what you're saying yeah. yes. to yourself about yourself. Fears are stories we tell ourselves. Wow. It's just what how we're painting the, the world that we live in. That's amazing. And um, it, I think it's fascinating, the, the concept of 
our life being what we perceive it to be and what what we say it to be. I mean, that just opens it up and makes it really just so subjective and mm-hmm. and exactly this very right. liquid thing that we can <clears throat> sort of grab and mold and change and do whatever we want to with it at any given moment. That's right. Here's here's what happens with a lot of people who begin imagining to attract peace rather than fear into their lives. It is subjective and you want to change the universe or anything in the universe around you. The thing that you need to change is going to be your attitude. Mm. But what happens with a lot of people is they start practicing what we're talking about. Okay, I'm going to start journaling and I'm going to imagine my life as I want it to be. And all of a sudden, I have fixed the, the, the fears that I had about the kids and the, the spouse, my life mate, my uh, roommate, my home, whatever it is that you may have been challenged with. And you're working on this, and things are going well, and you're, you feel like one day, okay, I've got it now. I'm living peacefully. I am a champion. Look at me. I'm a giant of myself. <laughs> and then all of a sudden... Uh, you, you get the report. Now, if the UK leaves the EU on the basis of the negotiated withdrawal agreement, all will go to hell. <laughs> now, what does that do with your own little universe? I had all this worked out. I was no longer fearful of what the neighbor might say to me when I go down the stairs heading to work in the morning. I had it all fixed. And now, <laughs> now I'm worried about the EU. Now I'm, I'm worried about Brexit. What am I going to do if we Brexit or don't? I did enjoy that you did that news report like you like you were from the 1920s. <laughs> <laughs> well, isn't that where most of the national stories come from? Yes. And you see those old news clips of, and you know what? They're so uh, their citizens' rights will be regulated by whatever, whatever, whatever. But you know what? It yeah. stirs you up. Yes. That's going to be a challenge Negatively. to what we're talking about now. Your own right. self confidence is going to challenge yourself where fear is concerned because you you believe that that's somehow out of your control. Mm -hmm. And if it's out of my dominion, then it can come get me. And what am I going to do at that point? Here's the thing. Look, Brexit. Okay, since we're talking about Brexit, what is that? It's citizens' rights are going to be regulated, they're saying, by the whether Brexit goes through or not. Well, apparently it's been passed and they're going to do this and it's just been back and forth as to the timetable and trying to get everything uh, lined up for it and all the different provisions contained in the agreement. The, and here's the thing, the, the, that, that withdrawal agreement, uh, the, the chapter on the citizens and what their rights are, if it's going to change and all that, if you actually get down into the nuts and bolts of it, the agreement says that the, the situation's really not gonna change that much. And everybody's life is just gonna go right on like it always has. That agreement, it, it covers all of the issues that concern the, the citizens uh, in Europe and the UK uh, with their everyday lives, like things like their resident rights and their social security benefits, health and pension, those things that really matter to everybody all around the world. Um, student grants and the family benefits. And and so uh, people that are for Brexit are saying, uh, you'll lose it if we don't Brexit. <laughs> and those that don't want it are trying to hold on to that when, at the end of the day, apparently that's not even going to matter. Under the agreement, Swedish and other EU citizens can continue to live and work and study and retire in the UK. Even those who have recently moved to the UK are, are supposedly covered. Equivalent provisions apply to the UK citizens in Sweden and all that stuff. Now, and I'm not, listen, I'm not an opponent or a proponent of Brexit, I'm, and I'm not promoting the uh, uh, any of that. I'm just saying that I promote the individual beliefs of the world's individuals to create the reality in which all of us live outside of the the encumbrances of of a neighbor or family or governments or aliens or anybody else that would ever come <laughs> in invasions. and try to tell you what to believe about yes. yourself. Uh, I believe we all create the reality in which all of us live. But the point is this, that fear of any political scenario, individual scenario, is always going to attract a negative outcome for the individual that is in fear. Imagine this. Imagine a world of creators knowing who they are, living intentionally by seeing life from their highest viewpoints in order to create thought forms for believing the absolute very best about themselves, the world as creators and not competitors. I'd like to talk for a moment about 
um, what to watch out for once you actually start this process of attracting confidence and believing that you can live fearlessly. Um, because I know in the past when I have um, sort of started, when I start going after a, ma- a major life change and I want to attract something big, something new into my life, you and I, a lot of times we'll discuss what will probably come against you. And it's nice actually to, to sort of not put expectations on those negative things, but to be aware of them so that when they do show up, you can very quickly deal with them. Um, I guess the most obvious for something like this would be the people that you normally hang out with all of a sudden you're being in their eyes like a different person, you know, and, and are they going to say you're fake? I don't know. I mean, but it's just, I think we should talk through these things because then we know how to deal with them quickly and swiftly and, and we know what's going to come. Okay. When you start journaling for positive change to be attracted into your life, this is the thing that you really should put your attention on and your focus on. Watch for things to change for the positive. Look for those. Put your expectations on good change. Only look for those. If something bad tries to show up to convince you otherwise, ignore it. It doesn't exist. How do you know it doesn't exist? Because it's not in your journal. Go to your journal if you don't believe it. Look in your journal. Did that exist? Is that something you wrote in there? If it's not in there, then pay no attention to it. Pay no mindful attention to it. Don't give it substance. Substance comes into your life. And anything you're giving imagination to or belief to, you're going to attract into your life. People are surrounded. They're absolutely surrounded in every direction by the things that they've imagined and the things that they're talking about, the things that they're looking at. Good health or bad health, wealth or poverty. Our lives are constructed by our expectations. They are constructed by our subjective beliefs. The highest level of our success in life is going to ultimately be determined by our acceptance or rejection of the way that things are and then our willingness to see things change. How often are you willing to imagine specific goals and desires to come to pass? Are you willing to do this every day? Are you willing to do this to, uh, throughout the day again and again and again? Are you really willing to do this, to put some energy and effort into this? The more delight and, and the more gratitude that you inwardly demonstrate as though you have already received your desired outcome, now that is the thing that's going to determine the speed at which your image is going to be manifested. The good news to all of this is that you get to choose the amount of kinetic belief that you wish to appropriate to your imagination for the law of attraction to begin changing your life in every direction according to your best expectation. So you begin by answering the question, how soon do I want my desire to manifest? Am I willing to start seeing results of things change in my life for the better right now, today? Do I really want to see this now? Or am I going to just be a mental agreeer and say, yeah, one day I think I'll do something like that? Because the answer is going to determine how often you should see your life from the pages of your Kinetic Belief Journal. I think one really exciting aspect of what we're discussing today are the unexpected relationships and and occurrences that you're going to attract with your confidence and with this new confidence. I was mm-hmm. watching a, an interview the other day, and um, so it was a you know big business owner, billionaire guy, and this and he was talking. The guy interviewer was talking about networking, mm-hmm. and he said, you know, we're always told to you know change out your circle of friends with influential people. He's like, how the heck do I find you know become <laughs> right. friends with influential people and the and the guy being interviewed kind of laughed and he said you become influential Mm, Um, and that's a big part Mm -hmm. of what we're talking about today you know the people that you are going to attract with this new um, take on yourself with your new confidence with living fearlessly you're going to attract like-minded people and then that's going to supercharge the whole process too so I mean this this isn't just a stagnant one-time thing that happens this grows this morphs into these huge life-changing events relationships identities it's that is a great point it's not a single faceted it goes in every direction it's going to include your mind your Mm -hmm. body and your soul and your soul the delight of your soul is to have uh influential good positive uh mental agreeers as well as spiritual and soulful agreeers people that believe to edify and encourage and celebrate you just like you are that you can come into agreement with and and uh become bonded with in a faction that accomplishes more than you ever could individually but you're right just by pursuing this it is a holistic thing and it begins to to show up in ways you never 
never even thought or imagined. That's the beauty of it. That's how wonderfully dynamic the universe and the substance therein is, is that ultimately it forms and gives us a gift to you, your heart's desire. Mm. much of which you don't even know. Right. So we start off by with the very fundamental basics, like you're in kindergarten as a kinetic believer, yeah. and you start working with the most obvious pieces. But there's a connection between every piece that you can imagine. Yes. And that connection, the substance between those two points, point A and B, is going to be filled with wonderful gifts that come from your heart's desire. That's one of my favorite things about the, the master classes that we participate in and all of the different types of events that we do. There's nothing feels better than just spending quality time with like-minded people, mm. like-minded believers, people who are, you know, they're absolutely chasing after that fearless life a life of peace and it's nice too because you do feel like you can sort of just uh like you're out of the war zone of life like i can just sort of like relax and take a breather and you know i'm not like looking out for toxic people and toxic situations i can just ah oh, take a moment it takes just a little bit of effort i mean it's, you're going it, it <laughs> it's takes nice. a little bit of effort put some pressure on this to find like you say the the people that are in agreement with you it's hard to go down to starbucks and to strike up some conversations with strangers and find the like-minded uh, people well, you don't that, know where they're coming I mean, from oh, yeah. <laughs> you don't it's know a, who that is <laughs> uh, be very very careful oh yeah yeah <laughs> but here's the thing live your life intentionally mm-hmm. yeah make the decision and don't just decide this once, because if you only do it once, then something else or somebody else is going to come in and give you another another uh, choice decision to make. Live your life intentionally and do it every day. First thing in the morning, don't get out of bed until you've reminded yourself that, hey, today I'm going to live intentionally. You have an inalienable right. Hey, you, listen, you've got an inalienable right to always have confidence. And you need to get your back up and become angry for not ever having it. You've allowed somebody or something to steal your confidence away. It's yours. You have a right to have it. You have a creative, inalienable right to be free and free from fear. Your state of mind will change your circumstances, and optimism guarantees your advancement. It guarantees your happiness. It guarantees your your fearlessness and your peace. The person that doesn't aspire to have joy and to live more abundantly, free from fear, is not a normal person. So... And I know that you're normal and you want to be free from all of that. Somebody that doesn't desire to live life unencumbered by a lack of self-confidence and to not be burdened by anxiety, that's not a normal person. And I know that you're normal and you aspire for these things. Understanding how to always have confidence, how to always be free from fear, which is not only possible, but it's going to be necessary for enjoying the life that you were meant to live. That is going to require that you embrace, embrace this, embrace being unique, embrace being different. It's a beautiful thing, and it's not something to be uh, uh, fearful of and ashamed of. Find your uniqueness and promote it. Find your differences and promote them. Determine to enjoy your perfected life. Say, I'm going to do it. By God, I'm going to enjoy my life perfected. I'm going to enjoy having a sound mind. I'm going to enjoy being free from medication. I'm going to enjoy having a strong body. And I'm going to enjoy coming to know my spirit and my soul. What makes me different? Because this is the first step toward developing completely in this. It is possible. I'm telling you, it is it is possible to always be confident and to always have access to the abundant life. Only 1% of the world's population know how to have and to enjoy a more abundant life. And there is no other way to enjoy life but to know how to be free from fear. Mm, promote your uniqueness. I really like that. That's, um, that's, an, that's just like the... Um... Oh, the phrase that you used earlier. Oh, independent creator. Hmm. You know, be be an independent creator. Find your unique self. The world is constantly trying to put all of us in these stupid boxes. Hmm. You know, you just get so tired of it. You know, like, yeah, I'm a woman, but geez Louise, I mean, we're all different. <laughs> you know, stop acting like we're all the same. Um, you know, any box, there are just so many different labels they try to put on you. So digging deep and finding that unique self and then promoting that as you as you move through this process and as you move through your day and your life is honestly it's just exciting it's just so exciting to imagine yourself doing that and then eventually to see yourself doing it well, you'll start living life on purpose when you know that uh, what you believe you you have yeah 
Okay. What you say, you have. And that's a good point. Like the moment that you make that qualifying decision to be a thing and to see yourself as that thing, it's done. It's done. You're there. So if you want to, if you want to have some different things, start believing some different things. If you want to have something different, start saying something different. Yeah. And it's it's up to you. It's always going to be up to you. And as you begin going through the journaling process and you're you're developing those highest viewpoints for your life. And you're holding those thought forms while you are journaling that out. And you are being grateful for the present tense of having what you are seeing yourself to possess. As important as all that is, you also want to incorporate just affirmations, saying these things out loud. You cannot think one thing and say something different. It's impossible. So you can capture your thoughts and cast down all those negative imaginations, all of that negative condemnation, all of those negative influencers. Cast all that down and cast it out of your life by saying the good thing that you are imagining to see yourself uh, occupying. Let's just do it right now. Let's just uh, say this after me. Say, I can do anything. I can do anything. I put my desire to. That I put my desire to. I believe in my original purpose. I believe in my original purpose. I am able. I'm able. To attract anything. To attract anything. I am confident. I am confident. I am fearless. I am fearless. I am love. I am love. What I can do is limitless. What I can do is limitless. Anything that I can imagine, I can achieve. Anything that I can imagine, I can achieve. Everything that I want, I can have. Everything I want, I can have. Every day. Every day. I live intentionally. I live intentionally. For confidence. For confidence. I live intentionally. I live intentionally. Free from fear. Free from fear. I live intentionally. I live intentionally. To imagine my life. To imagine my life. To believe my life. To believe my life. Advancing toward perfected completion. Advancing toward perfected completion. I'm prosperous. I'm prosperous. I'm healthy. I'm healthy. I love myself. I love myself. I love my creator. I love my creator. I love all others. I love all others. All is well. All is well. Because I am well. Because I'm well. I am strong. I'm strong. I'm confident. I'm confident. I'm free from fear. I'm free from fear. I'm free. I am free. I'm free. I'm free. I'm free. I'm free. Wow. What a powerful, powerful episode this has been today. Um, from the, the the depth that you're going to go to find that unique self and then what it, what that's going to attract into your life and, and getting into that quiet place with your journal and discovering. There's nothing more exciting is there than discovering new facets of yourself. You know, you, you think you spend a lot of time with yourself, but you don't because you're distracted Mm -hmm. and you're with Mm -hmm. other people all the time. So, you know, really allowing yourself to enjoy yourself and to get to know yourself and appreciating, like you're saying, all of those unique facets of yourself. That is exciting. Self-awareness is a gift. It is. So open it up and see what's inside. Like you always tell us, these processes, these journeys, they are fun. They are a blast. Mm -hmm. They are exciting and even, I would even say thrilling. To, yeah. to see that change and to see that see it work like that. Well, well that's how you, you so attract much. that's how you attract confidence. That's yes. how you live fearlessly. <laughs> Self-awareness is a gift. Yes. So open it up and see what's inside. I love it. Well, um, if anybody wants to to learn more about this, check out the blog or even some of the worksheets that we have on the website. That's gonna be kineticbelief.com. Oh, we always like having you here with us. I'm Stephen Canyon, and this is Megan, and we're going to be back again tomorrow on Tuesday. And the website is? KineticBelief.com. Thank you so much for this, Steve. This has been uh, just so exciting, and and really, I feel, I feel so empowered, honestly. I feel empowered to to move ahead, to seize the things that I want. Um, I just can't wait to see what we what, we're, what you're going to bring tomorrow. Oh, it's so much fun. Uh, yeah. Send us an email if you want, KineticBelief at StephenCanyon.com. Oh, and really quick, a yep. reminder, Instagram at Stephen Canyon. Follow us on the We have so many cool things that we post every single day. Um, Sometimes we even post as much as three times a day. It's just an easy way. Turn the notifications on. It's an easy way to be um, encouraged and reminded of all these fun things that we discuss throughout your day. Oh, I was going through some of the emails over the weekend, and we're getting a lot. Actually, we had quite a bit to come out of uh, Italy. Um, I had some Canada as well, but uh, some folks are... Uh, apparently they were having some some problems getting the kinetic belief journal it is on back order and i think that they're going to be some more in stock by the end of this week so that's correct keep and checking just, and and as we you know those are released on different dates in different marketplaces so make sure that you go to kineticbelief.com and look at the guided journal give us your email address just to make sure that you're going to be notified as soon as it's available near you powerful tool and if you don't have one and can't get hold
hold of one if you you know whatever and just start get a get a notebook and just start writing your thoughts don't, don't out yank and, some printer and paper don't wait for, out of by, the printer don't don't wait for <laughs> the kinetic Lake journal to be available again just start get busy right yeah, now take this. it take hold of your life mm. and start changing it right now you don't need to wait for this stop waiting that's an Absolutely. excuse don't have any more excuses stop victimizing yourself it comes back to what you believe and what you're doing about it that's it that's totally it thanks for today steven see this you has back been tomorrow wonderful yeah i'll see you then okay right, bye